Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to talk to you about our new sponsor that's come on board, Books and Gifts Direct. Books and Gifts Direct is Australia's largest direct seller of books and gifts. They sell their products from lunchrooms and reception desks and are in more than 25,000 workplaces across Australia. Their books and gifts sell up to 70% off recommended retail price and as the leading direct seller of books and gifts across Australia, they have a strong buying power and without the overheads of a shopfront, they can afford to pass on significant savings. So guys, you want to have a look more at this website, our new sponsor, make sure you click the link below or be in the description box or the comments. But most importantly, let's get into the show. All right, we're back. Back again. Another episode. All right, today's episode is going to be on three players I would love to see get traded to different teams and why I think those teams need to actually pull the trigger on these trades for their franchise. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Yes, back again for another episode. So, this one's pretty straightforward. You know, three players that I really would love to see get traded. I believe if, you, if you're, if you you know, probably into the NBA as much as I am or, you know, have been listening to all the rumors and all the stuff that's been going around, circulating in the media, these are three players that are pretty, you know, prominent in the trade circles all the time. But I, I, I do feel I'd love to talk about, like, why I think they need to get traded, not just why the media thinks they need to get traded. So, like, media's just going to say, oh, he's been there too long, they're not going to win, he needs he needs a new change, this, that. That's obviously, like, the cop-out. And, like, for some people, like, that can definitely be a thing. But, like, my opinion on certain people needing to be traded might not just be on, like, you know, basketball. might be on certain things. So, without further ado, the first player I think that does need a... You know, he needs a change in market. And that's obviously, you know, probably the biggest name that's probably in the trade market right now, and that is Ben Simmons. It, it's dead set. It's obvious that Ben Simmons, you know, has been in the trade markets. You know, but I think, like, he's actually more of an asset than a liability. And it's 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 annoying to me that, like, everyone, like, smashes him and bashes him and, like, gives him all this slander because, like, you look at it, he does everything really well except shoot, right? But now you look at it, the NBA today, it's a shooter's league. Like, it is a league where you need to be a prominent shooter or you need to be at least effective at shooting a type of shot, right? Ben Simmons is most likely, you know, he's only good in the paint. And it's and it's a fact. I'm, 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 I would be really, you know, curious to see why he doesn't shoot or why he's never been willing to shoot. Because I don't think he's that bad of a shooter. Because, like, you got to think about it. They practice every day. Like, he can't be that bad. Like... You cannot be that bad if you practice something all the time. Like, I just don't think that that's true. So for me, I think it's a lot of mental. It might be Philadelphia telling him we don't want you to shoot, which, you know, I highly doubt. But, like, you never know. Teams are weird. Like, certain times, teams like doing different types of, you know, analytics, and they might say, oh, well, maybe Ben doesn't shoot this because of this, that, and the third. You know, but I really do think that like it's 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 different to me why he's never shot. Like he's never shot in his life. It's not like he's like like in the NBA. Like, he's never really tried to be a shooter. So that's it's weird because like for me, like what do you practice when you're just at the gym by yourself? What do you practice? You practice rebounds. You practice passing. Like no, you practice shooting most likely. Like you're at the gym, you're shooting on the ring. Like it's it's an obvious thing. So it's it's very funny to me like why he doesn't shoot. Uh, I do believe that he does need to get traded, and I think that. They missed out massively last season on not pulling the trigger for James Harden. Like you could have had Ben Simmons for James Harden. You might have have 
you might have have to given up maybe say a Matisse Tybal, a Tyrese Maxey, your first round pick. But like you look at it now, man, I think Philadelphia wish they did that trade. Like you could have got James Harden legit stud. You know, I think if Ben Simmons goes to Houston, you know, they probably don't play him for a year. They might make him inactive, kind of like what AD did when it's like, I just don't want to trade. I just don't want to play. You know, they might make him inactive or they could have flipped him, right? But like you look at it, if Houston had land Ben Simmons, you get Jalen Green, a legit shooter. You got Christian Wood down there, he's a really good player. You know, a lot of people don't really know him in NBA circles, but he's a really nice player. You know, they drafted really well. Sungun, Sungun, I'm not too sure what his name is, but I know my, a friend of the show, Chris, really loves him. You know, so they had some nice pieces, you know. So I'm a bit interested to see, you know, what Philadelphia's mindset would have been like if they pulled that trade and how they would have been because that way you don't have Brooklyn being this super powerhouse team that I think is the best team in the league right now. And then you have, you know, a pretty a pretty fair even East you know, Brooklyn might still well be the best team in that competition in the Eastern Conference, you know, when healthy. But, you know, it would have been definitely a lot more competitive. And then Philadelphia definitely, for me, would have been that top four. You know, James Harden, as much as I don't love isolation balls much as other people, but, like, he's, he's, he's probably the best player at it, apart from KD. You know, he can dance on any defender and he can, you know, get past anyone at any time. So, like, they would have been really nice. Places I think he could land now... We all know he he is with Clutch, you know, he's with the agency and Clutch true tremendous Clutch do a tremendous job of getting their players where they kind of want to go or getting their big market players where they want to go or in big markets, right? You look at it, LeBron, LA, AD, LA, Draymond, Warriors, you know, Ben Simmons, Philadelphia. Philadelphia's actually a pretty decent market, you know, he's already in a decent market now. You know, John Wall. He was, you know, he might not have been in the massive market, but he got paid. He got paid handsomely. So they do a really good job of taking care of their players and their agents. Where he could land, it's interesting because Philadelphia can just do, you know what, let's just do what's best for us. You know, I would say three teams that are smokies, that like or teams that could be really, you know, trade asset or trade heavy for them. First is Portland. You know, I want to talk more about Portland and Dame Lillard a bit later in this podcast, but I think that can be a trade. I definitely don't think it can be a straight-up trade, but if I'm Portland, I'd do it. If Dane Lillard comes and says, look, I've had enough, like I, I've done as much as I can to this club, you know, I want to go, I want to try, you know, win somewhere else, you know, I've done what I've needed to do. You go get Ben Simmons, you go get Matisse Tybal or Tyrus Maxey, you know, you kind of bridge that gap of, you know, you're still going to be competitive in the West, that team's, not, that team's still pretty good, but then you get a bit younger in saying that, Ben Simmons, Chauncey can try to adapt with him. Let's not forget Chauncey's very close with LeBron, and then who's LeBron close with? Ben Simmons. So that can obviously make a good factor. You know, he'd be, he'd be at a coach where he likes. The only thing is he's not at a market where he'd like to be. But, you know, I think he, he doesn't have a choice. He can get traded tomorrow anytime he wants. But we all know Clutch is doing their hardest to try to get him in certain places. Um, I think someone like Toronto would actually be really good for him. I think they could get a really decent haul for him. You know, Toronto could give Pascal, Fred Van Vliet for Ben. Or, you know, Pascal first round for Ben, Pascal OG. Something of that range. I think... A lot of people don't underestimate the relationship Pascal and Ben Simmons have. It's quite a quite a friendship they have. You know, they're both from the country Cameroon, I believe, off the top of my head. Or if not, they've been, you know, through the basketball, I think it's without borders or, yeah, I believe that's the, what it's called, the, the African program they have over there. They're able to become friends through that. And, you know, they're very close. You know, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think it'd be a good trade for both teams. Ben Simmons goes to a franchise that's really smart. You know, they do a lot of really good things. You know, I think Nick Nurse is a really good coach. 
I like Masai Ujiri. I think he does a really good job there. I think he's, you know, proven to certain people that he can build a championship team. You know, he's he might have done the best trade in the past 10 years in acquiring Kawhi Lennon. You know, that was the best value trade ever. He traded in one year and he got a chip. So, you know, that could be definitely an option for him. And obviously, he gets out of America. He gets out of that, that spotlight. You know, he can be, you know, a person that can just focus on his basketball because he did not play the Olympics here and he's like, I want to focus on my basketball. You know, whether that's true or not, I'm not too sure. I just think he needed a break just from basketball in general. But, uh, you know, that, that's another hero there. You know, another team that could obviously look to trade and they could probably trade him today if they wanted to is Golden State. And that was one of his preferences. He wants to go to either Golden State or LA, either team in LA. Go figure. You know, I don't I don't know where he, how he'd fit. You know, they're not going to give up Draymond, Steph, Clay. Or, or I don't think they'll give up. I don't think they'll give up anywhere else. I I think those are the only people that give up, like that of asset stature. You know, like they're not going to trade on Andre, Andre Iguodala for Benson. It's not going to happen, right? Like I'm talking about assets. You know, if you're if you're Philadelphia, do you want another center in James Wiseman, or you're going to look to flip him? You can get Jonathan Kaminga, a young player, but then again, you're going to go younger. You know, you're not going to get any players that are you know championship ready. And I think. Joel Embiid's only got a he's got a window of championship you know championship potential. So like for me, I don't even think that's a good trade for Philadelphia in general. But like if you're Ben Simmons, like you go there with Draymond, both of them aren't great shooters at all. You know you got Steph Clay, and then you could have maybe depending on who they trade. Like they could trade Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, Wiggins. You know that could be a whole trade there. You know I'm not too sure how that'd go, but like it would definitely be an interesting trade for both teams because Philadelphia might say, all right, let's. Let's develop one or two more years, and then let's really go good, and let's really have a crack at this. But those are like three teams for me that I would say the you know the most trade ready or asset available ready for them. But well, I want to move on to you know another player. I alluded to him earlier, and that's Dame Lillard. Uh, I I do believe Dame Lillard is he's a, he's one of the most loyal players in the NBA, and I think that might be to a fault sometimes. You know, and like being loyal is not never a bad thing, right? It's never a bad thing, but like. He's realized that he's, I think, 30 or 31. His championship window's getting smaller by the year. And I, I believe Philadelphia, uh, I believe Portland, they can't win a championship with what they've got. They don't have the trade assets to go out and get another superstar player for him. So, like, for me, I think he's going to get traded or he's going to leave Portland eventually. Will it be this season? I, I believe it will be. I believe he'll get traded this season. Just have a hunch. Like, I, I don't know anything off the top of my head, but I just have a hunch. You know, I think he's, 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 he's seen the writing on the wall. You know, and a lot of people don't realize he only had one coach in the NBA, and that was Terry Stotts, and he had a really good relationship with him. Terry Stotts put the ball in his hands at all times. He let him be the main focal main focal point in their offense at all times. So it's going to be interesting to see what Chauncey does. I do believe Chauncey will do the exact same thing, you know, but, like, I would love to see him get traded. Obviously, a couple of trade spots for him. Philadelphia, you know, we kind of touched on it. If he goes to Philadelphia, that really puts them, I think, you know, in the top three. You know, I'd say Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and then them. And then Miami's right on the coattails there. You know, I think that'd be a really nice trade, depending on how much they give up. If they give up Ben Simmons for Dame, straight swap, I think that makes Philadelphia better tenfold. You know, because he can do everything Ben Simmons can do offensively. You know, he... No, sorry. He can't do everything Ben Simmons can do offensively, but he can do the one thing Ben Simmons can't really do, and that's score a lot. So you're kind of going to give up, you know, a little bit of everything else is scoring. And I think Philadelphia would do that. Their salaries would match up, you know, pretty close. But I do think that would be a better fit. It'd be interesting to see how Joel Embiid goes with someone like Dame Lillard on their team. 
you know, I'd say Dame Lillard would have he'd have the ball in his hands more often. The pick and roll, pick and pop would be pretty good to see that. But like in saying that, Dame's not a super facilitator. And he kind of got found out in the Olympics a little bit. Like he'd struggle a bit at second fiddle on a championship team. So that would be really interesting to see. I, I would have loved to have seen him go on to the Lakers if they didn't get Westbrook. I, I thought that would have been like the best fit for him. But obviously we all know that, that that's not going to happen or that probably highly won't happen. You know, another team that, you know, Portland could look to trade Dame Lillard for, you know, I reckon a team like the Celtics, you know, I think Celtics would definitely do that. You'd have to give up probably Jalen Brown, you know, but I kind of, I would kind of like to see that trade for both teams because that, that way you got Jalen Brown's going to kind of be your main focal point. I think he's a really good player. I think he's an all-star. I don't think he's a first preference player or an all-star as an all-star, you know, but like I think he's definitely an all-star caliber player. At least Portland, you're getting an all-star in return for him. You may have to throw in a couple other pieces, but Boston would be a nice place. I'd like to see him. You know, it's a team that it's a bit different. People wouldn't think it, but you know, he's with a young superstar in Jason Tatum. You know, he's only getting better and better and he's only going on the incline. You know, and that's a really, you know, nice spot, I would say, for him. It's just basketball, you know, heaven there. Boston's probably, you know, the most historic team apart from the Lakers. You know, so that would be a spot where he would be really good at. I would love to see him there. And then, obviously, you know, another piece where he would love to go. And a lot of people say this would be his main preference, but I'm not too sure. And that, and that could be completely wrong. And that is the New York Knicks. Now, I definitely would see if the Knicks, you know, Got a call, say, right, Dame, I want to come here. They would pull that trade in a heartbeat. They'd pull the trigger. You'd have to do it. What they'd give up, you'd probably have to ship Kemba way up back there, probably RJ Barrett back there. You know, if I'm Portland, I'd, I'd be looking to get a young piece and then maybe another decent player. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how he'd fit there. You know, they do have Julius Randle there, but, like, no one goes to the Knicks. No one goes to the Knicks. So it's going to be interesting to see if he would go there. You know, this is only the first season where they've kind of gotten an all-star talent to go there since Mello. So that's really interesting. But, yeah, I'm not too sure, you know, if he'll get traded, where he'll go, what will happen. You know, Portland could, you know, pull a monkey out of their, pull a rabbit out of their hats, and then, you know, they could say, you know, we're not trading him, and then he could say, no, nah, I don't want to trade, and then he can be, you know, a player that never wins a championship. And then that could be really interesting to see what he does. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, if he gets traded. And I do hope he gets traded. It would be good for the NBA. So I would really love to see it. But you never know. Like, you just never know. Now, my last player I'm going to talk about, and he's been in trade rumors probably since the start of last season, you know, and that's been a long, long time. And that is Bradley Beal from the Washington Wizards. Now, the Wizards had one of the most interesting off-seasons because they've done what... I would not want to do if I'm a fan of their team and then just try to stay relevant, right? They're not going to be, for me, a top four team. They're not going to be a top six team. I think the best I'll be is seventh, eighth, six at best, you know? And for me, like, I don't like that. And, you know, if you're Bradley Beal and you say, oh, geez, I'm going to stay in Washington to be consistently six, consistently seven, eight, like, what's the point? What's the purpose? Like, what's that? What's that really helping you right now? Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, so obviously he's come out and said he doesn't want to get traded. You know, whether I believe that, I'm not too sure. I'm not really too sure if I believe it. But I, w- I want to see him get traded. I do want to see him get traded. And the team I want to see him go to, I want to see him go to the, to the Dallas Mavericks. I want to see him go to a place where he can be a winner. If he goes to Dallas, that is interesting. That, that puts the NBA, I think, in a really good position, especially for, you know, 
marketing, money making, you know, you get Dallas, to, Dallas will get their second star, a legit star. He'll take a lot of pressure off Luka Doncic. And I think they'd get past a team like the LA Clippers with him, with them. You know, their depth's going to get tested, you know, but I think players would want to go play with a team like that. You know, if your best two players are Luka and Bradley Beal, you're better, I think, than most teams in the West. Like, I would say you're better than, like, a Utah. You're better than a Denver off the top of my head. Like, and I'm only saying for this season because Jamal Murray's not there. And then I do believe that that they'd be better than Utah. You know, Utah's a good team, a team, but I don't think they're a team that can win a championship. I could be wrong. You know, I was wrong with the Milwaukee Bucks, but, like, Milwaukee Bucks were a bit different. They did have the best player in the NBA for a long time, regular season-wise. You know, the last three years, he's won two MVPs, you know. So that's a bit different. But, you know, I'm not too sure, you know, what will happen there. But, you know, it is it is interesting to see what happens, you know, with Bradley Beal. You know, another team that I think he would be, you know, a good place to go to, and that is the Clippers. The Clippers don't have as many assets as they do right now, but I do believe that Steve Barmore doesn't care about taking risks. He's all about winning. And that's something that, you know, as a... If I was a fan of the Clippers, I'd like that. You know, a couple of the moves they've done have been a bit questionable. You know, you got rid of Pat Beverly and Rondo for Eric Bledsoe. The fit-wise, I'll, I'll be interested to see how it goes. You know, but you look at it, Pat Beverly's getting older, Rajon's getting older. I think Eric Bledsoe's a little bit younger. You know, he's a bit more athletic. You know, he's probably in a better mould or a better age-wise fit for the Clippers. You know, but like, if if the if the Clippers, you know, can get a trade, you know, they wouldn't hesitate me. They'd ship straight out Eric Bledsoe. You might have to give up someone like a Terrence Mann. You know, the only thing is they don't have any first-round picks because you've got to remember, OKC did that great trade, you know, where they got like four, seven first-round picks off the Clippers. It wasn't all the Clippers' picks, but they got most of their picks from to like 2027. So, like, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen there. And, like, I'm not I'm not thinking that he'd go to the Clippers. Well, I definitely don't think he'd go to the Clippers, but that would be an interesting trade to see. You know, then they got a legit big three there. You know, it's interesting because they're all wings. You know, so I don't think it'd happen. But like, I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if the Clippers were to pull a trade off like that. You know, they'd say we'll just make it work. They had to push Kawhi or PG to a four, or hit them at least guard a four man or a, or a big man. You know, which is capable. It's definitely capable. But like another team, I would love to see him at. You know, it's it, it is interesting. I'd love to see him stay east. You know, and then if he stays east, Miami would be a great spot. It'd be a really really nice spot. Then again, asset-wise, what are they going to give up? You're going to have to give up Tyler Hero. You know, you might have to give up, you know, Duncan Robinson. You know, you might have to give up a first-round pick. So, like, if you're if you're the Heat, you obviously do that. Like, because you'll have Jimmy, you'll have Brad B, you'll have Kyle Lowry, you'll have Bam. That's a pretty decent four there. You know, that's a legit big three, if you ask me. You know, in Bam, Jimmy, and then Brad Beal. And then you have Kyle Lowry, who's just a dog, plays super hard. I think that's a team that could get past a lot of teams in the East. You know, Miami has been circulating him for a long time, so it wouldn't shock me if he went to Miami. You know, I, I would love to see him play in the Olympics because he couldn't play because of COVID protocols. I don't believe, I'm not too sure off the top of my head if he caught COVID, but, you know, he wasn't able to go because of COVID precautions. So it would have been really interesting to see how he would have panned out. I think he would have been getting, getting I think he would have got, sorry, a lot of minutes on that Olympic team, and he would have been a really good fit next to someone like KD, Next to someone like Bam, you know, he's the legit scorer. Now, he's not a great defender, but, like, he can get put the ball in the bucket. I think he's kind of, like, in that 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 range of, you know, Devin Booker with them two being probably the best two two guards in the right in the NBA right now. You know, shooting guards, I should say, sorry. You know, they're, they're probably the best two shooting guards in the NBA right now. You know, flip of a coin, which one you'd take. If it was me, I'd take Devin Booker just because he's a bit younger, a bit more of a upside, this and that. 
But, you know, it's it is interesting to see if that if he gets traded. You know, this can be you know all you know shut in a heartbeat if he comes out and says, I don't want to get traded. I like what Washington's done. I want to win here. I want to try to win here. I want to be loyal. You know, and he could just be thinking, I want to get this massive supermax. Like, I want to get this supermax. I'm an all-NBA caliber player. You know, I want to look out for my family. And, like, there's absolutely no problems doing that. Do what you can. You know, you look at NBA's careers, 15 years isn't a long time. You know, he played, you know, about 15 years, I would say, give or take. You know, that's not a long time, so make as much money as you can. You look at it, 15 years, you know, and a life expectancy is like 70, 76, you know, range. It's not a long time, so make as much money as you can. Try to be, try to make your family as comfortable as you possibly can. But, you know, guys, those are just three players I think that could possibly get traded. If you guys think that there's any other players that could possibly get traded, let me know in the comments section, you know, and anywhere you're listening to this too. You know, I'd love to, you know, have another couple of players that I would think get traded. You know, if there's anyone I missed, you know, Please, I'll, I'll make a podcast on people I've missed and people that you think that could get traded. But yeah, guys, that's the podcast for today. I really do appreciate you listening. Take care. Have a great day. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Lays Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all of the content. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Lanes Podcast. That's all in lower caps on Instagram. Link will be below in the description. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.